Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome back to Industry Tactics. My name is Friendly Rich. I'm your loyal host uh, on the podcast today. None other than Dale Morningstar, one of the members of the Dinner is, is Ruin band. And this is an interview that took place at his home in Hamilton, Ontario. And it was awesome. We spoke about everything from the studio that he runs uh, to his musical background to um, how the Dinner is Ruined got formed. It's a real uh, uh, mythology that, that, that it seems to have fallen on his lap, yet he works so hard. We talk about everything from uh, all of the work that he's done, even more recently unreleased work that he's done with Gord Downey. And uh, Bobby Orr comes up. Oh, it's amazing. So buckle up. This is my conversation with Dale Morningstar. So, yeah, we'll, but we'll keep it interesting. Yeah, pop her open, pop over a welly. Yeah. Uh, it, I am honored to be here talking with one said Dale Morningstar in his, uh, what would you call this back room here? We're uh, in Hamilton. It's, it's the mud room. We're in the mud room. My mud room. Which is where he makes mud. You can see he's got a mixing board. I make, and I make mud. How's your memory, Dale? My memory is doing quite okay. Remind me to uh, uh, take a photo. Ape, the Naked Ape. Yeah, let's take a photo together. Okay. I always forget. Yeah. And uh, I post a photo of us online together. Welcome oh, to yeah. the podcast. Oh, you sound great. Yep. You sound great. Uh, I hope I'm not... No. Nope. This mic, uh, I don't want to bang against the chair. No, nope, you're banging her. Sure, uh, yeah, you're good, you're good, you're good. Yeah. You hold her. We're hello, getting set test, up here, yeah. gentle listeners. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome. Back in Radio Land. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Back in Podland. Podcast Land. I'm, it's good Pod. to look at you. Hey, man. Great. And great thank you for the beer. Here. Salute. Hey. Salute to you. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, nice. Yeah. And as a good yeah. engineer would, yeah. don't mind put the that pickle, mic. Don't mind the pickle juice in this mason jar. Oh, shit. Here we go. What are we drinking mm. here, Dale? Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, pickle's Finest. Oh, uh, that is brew. fine. Well, that's a good little pickle juice that we're, we're drinking some pickle juice here in the mudroom of Dale Morningstar. Uh, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're a fascinating mm-hmm. character, and I'm delighted to have you on this podcast, oh, sir. Jesus. I, didn't, I guess I've slipped you enough Canadian Tire money over the years for that, uh, that great compliment. Yeah. You, well, yeah, sure. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. You've uh, 
No, no, no. I honest, honestly, you, you, uh, a man from Chippewa. He hail, hailing from Chippewa. Uh, you, you've, you, uh, you've, you've. I'm, I'm excited to, to speak with you about kind of how you, you came, came to be in this silly music industry. And his shirt underneath. Well, when we do the photo, gentle listener, he's, he's lifting up his shirt now. Not talking much. Just spending all of his energy to. Ooh. Rip his sweater up that I, you know, and he, and it says Chippewa under on the T-shirt underneath. Yeah. So you're a proud Chippewan. I am a proud Chippewan. Yeah, I lived there for 20 years. Yeah. Wow. So, my mom still lives there too. So Chippewa is just outside of Niagara. Is that right? In the shadow of Niagara Falls. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Maybe a, maybe a mile, kilometer mile, uh, upstream from the actual falls itself. Okay. Yeah, and what's weird about Chippewa? Yeah, uh, do tell. Despite or you know, in addition to James Cameron growing up there, the James Cameron Avatar, Avatar, is the fact Uncle that Jimmy, Uncle Jimmy. Oh yeah, Uncle Jimmy. Right. Yeah, we could call him that. He what? wasn't born and bred there, okay. unlike myself. Because um, yeah, right Chippewa, it's like the last. Uh, kind of creek the the chippewa creek runs off the niagara river it's the last water that runs off of the niagara river before the falls itself and it goes upstream mm. upstream so it's like if you can imagine that the force of all the water from the great lakes the four great lakes before ontario you know and and forcing this water upstream it's a crook uh, that runs upstream yeah uh, creek if you're in chippewa it's called a creek a crook. Crick. That's what I said. Not a creek. A crook. A crook. Oh, I guess. Crook. Oh, okay, where are you from? That crook run upstream. <laughs> Good industry tactics. We're getting into it. We once oh, said yeah. Dale Morningstar. You know, a, a, a weirdo. A weirdo. Who, you know, first time I met Dale Morningstar... He showed up outside, you know damn well where I'm from, Brampton, Ontario, the home of culture herself. Mm, mm, and he mm. pulls up in uh, rain boots, and, and she weren't raining, and a, and, a, and, a, and a school bus. Yeah, yeah. That's how he rolls into town, <laughs> to play with the Dinner is Ruined band. Jeez, yeah. And uh, so impressed with the way you roll. You're, you're, you kind of, it felt like you were not from this planet and it still doesn't yeah. when i see you perform when i see you do your thing like you definitely you know you'll have lyrics printed on the back of a catelli pasta box you're just a, a you're you're a w true weirdo is what i'll say and this is coming from me so i think it holds a bit of weight well i mean if it's not a, if it's not catelli it's it should be cornflakes right exactly so so how did you <laughs> how did you get to be you like how did like what was what was it like growing up in chippewa how did you get the weird in your veins well Dale? i mean i've never really considered it the weird like other people have always considered it the weird right and yeah and but i know it's just me it's just normal i don't go out of my way to good answer be odd or or an odd duck right i've always yeah. been just just trying to follow my own yeah. Um, yeah my own inner muse if you will or something yeah. and yeah. and and uh you know chippewa uh it it was such a great place to grow up as a kid because uh um 
there was a lot of outdoors. It was at that time really small town, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know, fifteen hundred people or something like that. Again, on the creek, on water, yeah, and woods and stuff like that. Yeah, and and you could be a kid, go out the door and play all day, yeah. and no one would worry. Yeah, about like hey, yeah. you know, where's little Johnny? And all that, but you know, it was also I had to get out of Chippewa to uh, yeah to apply my wares and find other like-minded I don't know rock and roll magnets, you know, like that I could just uh, grab onto and and vice versa. Yeah, and uh, because back in those days, yeah, there wasn't a a whole lot of of live original music venues, even like a, a, again Chippewa is outside of Niagara Falls, so that yeah. was. That was the big town, and and yeah. in in those days there weren't any original music clubs, so so just there was just a morph a morphing of like you know okay growing mm-hmm. and reaching out and you know from Chippewa to Niagara Falls to Saint Catharines yeah to, to expanding the big expanding your horizon right like, yeah yeah it's so fascinating yeah you go you go to the big town to. You know, sell your wares, kind of, whether you're a farmer or if you're farming tunes, you know. Did you find your kind of family when you came to, what was it, would have, what, what would have been Toronto mo- or well, along the way? I no, guess. before that, I found yeah. my, my family, I mean, you know, as a kid, my family was a, was, was my hockey family. Hockey uh-huh. was my life, right? Uh-huh. I played triple-A goalie Good for seven hear. years. And goalie? Just, oh, yeah. You play, that's the dream. That's my dream. Really? I can't skate. Oh, really? Oh. But I used to draw really? them chronically as really? a boy. Really? Oh, you actually yeah. got the skates on and you were a goalie. Oh, that was my life. Wow. And when I realized uh, I was not going to make it, it was like, well, rock and roll. You know, music was was the only other option. Wow. And, uh, you know, I knew that early on. You know, when I was 14 and when the guidance counselor pulls you down to uh, to his office. Yeah, what's his name? Oh, geez, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Do it the straight way, I think. And, you know, like, what do you want to do, Dale? Yeah. You know, you're 14 years old. I'd be a hockey player or a rock and roll star. And he goes, it's nice to have great you know dreams it's great to have dreams but you know gotta be realistic too it's yeah like, you know, not many people like oh no that's it that's all there is wow you know so who were you into musically when you were growing up uh well um my brother was five years older than me yeah. and he was a great guitar player okay i mean and i'm not just saying that because he was my brother he's the guy that that back in those days he could learn any Jimmy Page or Jimi Hendrix solo mm-hmm. or Al Dimiola Whoa. solo Whoa. note perfect and play it just like that. Mm-hmm. And he had an ear for music in in that way. And so he always had his you know his Beatles albums or his Led Zeppelin records mm-hmm. or Jimi Hendrix. I was listening to in you know in grade five the the music teacher said or the, the the teacher said for music yeah said like hey uh you know what tunes can the you know the kids bring in yeah to listen and i put up my hand and i was like uh jimmy hendrix purple haze yeah nice you know and and i i remember doing a school project in grade five on alice cooper wow and wow and 
So, so you're into that stuff real young. Yeah. It's in your veins. Yeah. Is that, that's, so that's your brother's influence? Yeah. He yeah. had a huge influence on, on me. It's a cool and thing, eh? Growing up with that older brother, just uh, getting a little sneak peek of like, uh, you're ahead of the curve. Yeah. You're cooler. You feel cooler anyway. Yeah. yeah. Than your peers. It, it you know, it, it, he really inspired me in that way. And What's uh, his name? Michael. Michael. He doesn't play music anymore. Oh, and it's like, okay. it's, it's sad. His son does. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he had his rock and roll dreams. But th the thing is, he was a, a great technical musician. Mm -hmm. And I was just this, I was into punk rock too. After, you know, when I became a teenager and stuff, it's yep. like, wow, I saw the Sex Pistols on, uh, like they, they showed this special of uh, this filthy stuff emanating from england yeah and they showed the bill the famous infamous bill grundy interview okay where they you know called him an old fucking sod or something right yeah and i saw that when i was like 16 and and, and that hit it was you. just like wow this is so cool and it just that just totally changed my life but before that <clears throat> answer your question who i was into yeah I was totally into rolling stones that was yeah. my they wow. were my gods wow and are you playing on. when that uh, guidance counselor brings you down to his office and says, what do you want to do? Are you playing at that point? Are you playing? I started playing guitar when I was uh, uh, 13. Okay. I came home from school 13, 14 on the yep. cusp of 14. Yep. Good came age. home from school, yep. saw a Led Zeppelin song book lying around there. Mm. And it was like, I want to learn how to play guitar. Mm -hmm. And so... I just started, I asked my brother, and he said, just learn your chords. Yeah. That that was all the he's, lesson he gave me. He's essentially your first teacher then, yeah. Michael. Yeah. yeah. No other lesson. You know, when I was 10, I took guitar lessons for yeah. for like two or three Wednesdays. Yeah. And uh, I'd go down to this guy's basement or something and learn this one string down in the valley, the valley sure? solo. Gosh. And... and I didn't it didn't jive with me yeah and I took piano lessons for a few years yeah and I was the worst I was just wooden didn't get it hated every minute of it when you know taking lessons at this old guy's house that had a fucking bad wow. toupee and it smelt bad there and it's yeah. like ah I didn't want to be there I didn't learn this is fascinating to me so so where does your music education go Oh, it just I because you're totally such a musical soul with music. I don't know anything. I really I learned tech, you know, my theory when yeah. I was like twelve years old and eleven. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I don't I don't know anything. I don't know notes or chords really. You that's know? that's um and uh, that's beautiful to me. You know, I don't know what a C is or a D or a G, but I don't know what a D minor. D minor seventh is or I yeah. don't know those those names. <laughs> and and, and w you were going to get into your your career and all of the paths that you've taken and and helped shape. Uh -huh. Have you ever felt that to be um, a nuisance or something or is there any regret there? To not know. To theory? yeah yeah. No, I think it's a. I mean, whatever. Yeah, if I want to know theory, I would yeah. learn it. You know, it's not like it's not like rocket science. I mean, everyone. You know, I I, I find 
great. If you know theory, great. Um, it's very helpful. Yeah. But it, for me, it would be a hindrance because then I would know, oh, if I, I should go this to yeah. this area here. This is the proper way. So, and I just look at all the great songwriters of the years. You know, like yeah. whether it's John Lennon or or Springsteen or Dylan or yeah. or these guys and. They didn't know the stuff like that. They didn't yeah. know theory. Yeah. In or Robbie Robertson or all yeah. these people and, yeah. and it's just like Yeah. No, I mean there there's that list, right? And I, I mean, just have no yeah. no desire to get no. into that no. you know, and and no, fair enough, fair enough. I, I not that it's just like with recording. I don't know anything technically. I, I love really this. don't. And and you know, it's just see the pants. So Industry Tactics um, kids, if you're listening at home, I mean there isn't a right way to this that, and yes. and and that's what i would say is you know and i would stress that i would say that there are certain literate musicians out there that that can fucking kill it or spell any voicing you want or or lead you to any other wormhole but <laughs> in this instance i'm looking at a guy who's had a very rich career to date and has done it, um, you know, it, it's kind of your path to it. And you don't have really any choice. Uh, maybe maybe along the way you had uh, that guidance counselor trying to run interference. <laughs> but look at Jack. Let's take a hockey a hockey guy. Look at Jack Demers, right? Yeah. He was, was he illiterate, apparently? He, was, he yeah. could, actually could not read, right? Yeah. yeah. Famous Montreal Canadiens coach. Kept w it hidden, won a cup. right? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. won the fucking cup. Yeah, and then he became a senator. Thank you. So unfortunately, so no. read on, read on <laughs> yeah. if you must. Yeah, read on if you must. But get the job done. Get man. the job done. I mean, it's still yeah. Like with music, I've always found it's a, especially with you know. Uh, man, I keep using the phrase rock and roll, but I yep. like that phrase. Yeah, I feel that's what I play is rock yep. and roll. It is. Yeah, honest rock and roll or dishonest, as the case may be, and. I don't know what's more basic than that. I mean, it's not. You don't. That's why that was the beauty of punk rock, when it that that spoke to me. Whether it was the Clash or or yeah. or the Pistols, yeah, or just the the attitude. Yeah. And my mom didn't get it. She would always be, um. You know your your brother. You know your brother is, you know, you know he's a. He's a musician. He, yeah. you know, you're, and right. I go, yeah, but mom, you don't get it. This is punk rock. You don't, it's three chords and mm. the truth. You know, you don't, you don't need yep. that yep. baggage. And, and conversely, my brother couldn't write a song yep. for the life right. of him. Right. And I mean, yeah, it's just like, it's just, it is an interesting it's just like thing. making art. That's all it is. Yeah. You either do it or you don't. Right. It could be right. a guitar. It could be. A poem, a, a, a yeah, poem, sure. You know, so sure. it's just like you do your thing. Yeah, yeah. And well, you clearly do. Right and I mean, if any, if any of you listeners at home aren't familiar with Dale Morningstar, I mean, oh, wake up! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you if you check his Wikipedia, <laughs> I mean, there he has got credits there dating back as far back. I mean, you've you've really helped shape. Uh, a lot of Canadian music, wouldn't you say? I mean, it, like, like, I mean, let's go through the list. Of, of who you've worked with in, in, in at the gas station, at your studio. Oh, I don't know. Come on. What? I mean... I mean, just, uh, y y you know, 
it, it it's you've recorded well, how many how many a band well i don't know probably yeah like not probably yeah like hundreds sure. hundreds of, hundreds, of, hundreds yeah yeah and some some great some great bands and some you know some bands that sell like two copies to their yeah their cross-eyed ants you know and yeah. and uh uh, you know, doesn't it's as long as their heart and soul is is yep. in it. You know, so and yeah, yours and yours is and mine. Yeah, yeah. and like even uh, my thoughts have always been in terms of recording. You don't necessarily have to love the music, yeah. Uh, but you know, you got to at least l- like the people, yeah. And uh, and if you like the music and the people, it's great. And with the music, uh, I can always find something sonically. I can always sit there between the pipes yeah. and it's like, wow, dig out something. Even if I've heard that same song a million times, you know, the, the three-chord indie rock or whatever. Sure. It's How like, do we wow, do this? You can still bring something out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. To, you know, where I can get my jollies. And, the and you know, cool. it's like it's fresh for the band. That It's like it's their, it's their imprint. It's their history. You, you consider know. yourself to be a producer at the end of the day, an engineer? Uh, it, uh, I, I always thought of it more of a documenter. But, um, yeah, I mean, the the role hmm. varies from project to project. It's like depending on what, you know, I, I like it when the bands have a good vision mm-hmm. and, and have a, you know, they, uh, and... And I, I like to, if they don't, I like to sway them to my, where I might be thinking, mm. but have them uh, arrive at it themselves. That's you very, know? very cool. And, yeah. And, but, you know, sometimes bands, they go off this, you know, wherever they're going to go, it's like, okay, you just let them do their thing. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just, you know, getting those sounds and just yep. trying to hone yep. it. And then I'll, you know, I'll throw in a little something like, didn't you say you were going to put on a, like a piano on this track right there? And he goes, mm-hmm. no, but hey, that's a good idea. Nice one. <laughs> or something nice. like okay, that, right? Okay, a little Where it's like some subliminal. <laughs> Slip in <laughs> a little, make it feel like it's their idea when really. Yeah, yeah. That term kind between the pipes that you used earlier is that uh, is that yours? I've never heard that before, and I oh, really like it. Oh, you probably like heard it, it from may- maybe Mr. Dave Clark. I really He's, like uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Between the you pipes. Sit between the pipes. Very hockey. Very. It's a, yeah, goes it's back a, to your goalie. It's a yeah, it's a goalie. Goes back to your goalie it's days. It's a goalie. It's a goalie thing because that's yeah. You're you're right there. You're, I understand. You're looking at the action. I really yeah. like it. I love that yeah. term. Um, what is the Dinner is Ruined band? What does that meant in your life, being a member of that band, helping form it? Uh, it's just meant, uh, you know, it's it's been, yeah, like it's my life, you know. It's been yeah, part nice. of my life. And, and uh, yeah, and just, you know, it started out as uh, a lineup with Al Kelso on mm-hmm. bass and Don Kerr. Huh. And then we, then that was happened for a few years and then it morphed into something else with just me and dr p yeah and then it but it's been in in search of a drummer or whatever and, and dr yeah. p you've known way since way back eh? yeah he he's showed a chippewan as well no he's from st Catharines. okay he showed up with my City door. Slicker. i was living in a in a i was living in niagara falls with my girlfriend at the time yeah and and i was you know like 22 or something like that mm-hmm. and uh he showed up on one 
dark, rainy night at my door. Really? With a mutual friend and said, hey, my name's John. I play keyboards. I hear you play guitar and sing. Uh, maybe we should get together. <sighs> Just like that. Come and, on. you know, our both our lives changed. That's some fairy that, tale in shit. In that moment. Yeah, it was like, yeah, wow. And, uh, yeah, shortly after that, uh, I moved away from that girlfriend. The You know, it was like, it was going down the tubes anyways, that relationship. Yeah. And it, this was just, John, let's get a house together in St. Catharines and make music. And that's what we did. And it just changed our lives. I lived there for about two years in St. Kitts. Was it bonkers? Uh, it was just it was just a great time. Yeah, it was great. Like lots of music, just... Lots uh, of, well, yeah, because he had a... He had established a little you know, a uh, recording studio in the house, in the living room of the house, 16-track studio. Cool, cool. And and just learning the ropes and... When is this? Like, what, what era, this what is, year? This is, well, this is back before your listeners was born. This is 1985. 1985. Yeah, yeah. 19, yes. Awesome, 19, awesome. 84, we okay. moved January 1st, 84, we wow. moved to St. Kitts. Wow, yeah. wow. And it was, yeah, it was pretty great because then, yeah, John had a, a partner, yeah. a silent partner in the studio and yeah. the living room. We were just, you know, devoted to music and and so the, the house is small little house. What does that mean, a silent partner in the studio? Like somebody who would uh, help fund it? Yeah, yeah. Nice. For, for John. John's very cool. You know, and like a guy that did, you know, live sound and stuff. Yeah. He was into, yeah. you know, in soldering stuff. That's and exciting. Into that. Yeah. But I, you know, I lived in that house and just like, and I learned to operate the gear there too. Wow. Right. Wow. So that was like kind of like the, you know, before that I had a port of studio and and you know like the four track cassette thing sure i know but then all of a sudden the, the it's like old he's Fostex. Got this, that's what no this that was a task task cam but he had a Fostex 16 track hmm. started off eight track then went 16 track and it was like wow and you know and that a, was your foray into into recording yeah yeah i never and and that's where i recorded uh like my first no, I'd, I'd recorded stuff at Rainbow Recording Studio in Niagara okay. Falls. Okay, wow. By and and used a, a our our mentor, Niagara's great mentor Rod Morrison, mm -hmm. who built that studio. It was called Earthland. Yeah. And then I don't know he got busted for some something, and yeah. uh, so he had to sell that studio, and it became Rainbow Studio, sixteen track, really nice board, beautiful. You know, in a in a strip mall, but yeah. a really great little wow. studio. And Uncle Rod was about I don't know ten or fifteen years older than everybody. Yeah, and he was the first guy to record and work with Ron Sexsmith, Kurt Swinghammer, and myself. Gotta love it. And he was just the guy down there, and he was just the greatest guy. He's still he's still around. Right. Um, and uh, awesome. anyways, I. I got a factor grant, mm -hmm. and and uh, <laughs> this is a good one. Wow. We got a factor grant. Yeah, here we go. Twenty five hundred bucks, right? Uh, yeah. In nineteen eighty four. Love it. That was a lot of money back then. Yeah, no kidding. It was like wow, cool to go in and record four songs. I had already demoed them with cool. drum machines, cool, and you know keyboards and yeah. all this stuff, and yeah. it was all laid out. Yeah. 
went in there and we just polished those things and polished the life out of them like re-recorded yeah. the demos and 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 sucked all the energy and just went on and on and on and at the end of the day i, I told the the studio owner you know i got this 2500 bucks right, yeah to make this recording yeah and he's like hey take all the time you want dale this is great and <laughs> And yeah, wow, yeah. And so I'd go in there, and we'd we'd go in after Rod. Rod was the manager at yeah. Austin X Music Store. Okay, right? Cool. And Walter so, Austin X Music Store. Yeah. And so Rod would go in there at nine o'clock at night. We'd start the sessions. His eyes would be like, a, and he'd get on on the board, roll up a big doobie, take a few pops. Like, okay, let's start. Yeah. And so we'd work all night. Wow. And wow. I thought, and we were working with an engineer that was kind of learning. Right, learning the ropes and stuff, and I thought like, wow, I got a you know, green light to just here's twenty five hundred bucks, and I can just make this keep going. Wow, yeah, cool. He knows how much money I've got. Yeah, and at the end of that, and then the four songs, I was presented with a bill for Here we go. seven thousand dollars. So the industry tactic there, and I've lived this myself, is. You gotta get you gotta get that shit up front. I bet you have never been burned like that again. What? 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 And so yeah, no. And that it was sucks. like it was shocked. And it was like Doesn't that just it suck? It was like, Well, what do you mean? What and like back in that those days, like night that's a lot like of dough. 1985. Yeah. It was like a lot of dough. Seven thousand nineteen eighty five. Especially with someone that you know, I was in you know, I didn't have oh. anything then. And but um Did he cut you some slack? Well, I gave I gave payments of I tried to give him a hundred bucks a month. Do you got the recording? For the longest time. Yeah. Can you send me an MP three? Is it something you're proud of that we should share on this? Yeah. Because we are gonna cut so different. I mean like we are gonna cut to some of your when music. It, when here. it came out it was like kind of electro pop in a way. Let's do it. Let's shine a and light on a, one of your first recordings. Like, you know, all this interest from <clears throat> some major labels and stuff like that at the time. Cue it but up. But I didn't have a live band. I didn't Cue it have up. A live band. I'll have to dig it out somewhere. It's my, my mom somewhere. Oh, never Just mind. Just on cassette. Just never on mind. Cassette. That'll be too hard to dig up. I thought it might have been something you'd have on a hard drive here or there. Yeah. Maybe Dr. P has a copy. I don't know. That's but, cool. But, but you were proud of it. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I was proud of, more proud of the demos. What it did is it taught me a lesson. Wow. At the end of it, uh, I just said to myself, "It's like I will, I will never do this again." This what? way. I will. In the next stuff I do, I will be the guy in the seat. I will be Ooh. the guy making the decisions. I'm going to be the producer. Interesting. And and yeah, it just changed my life. You didn't want to get burned that way again. Well, well, no, it wasn't not the financial burn. It or was the whatever. creative process, yeah. though. Like yeah, how, how you like, came to it. It just yeah. went so long, yeah. got dragged out, and yeah. like you know, bless Rod. It was a you know, sure. it wasn't all sure. Rod's fault, but it was just everything. And I was like new and green to it all. But that's cool though that you learned right away that you know I want to drive this thing. Yeah, yeah. I have an ability. I know what I want to do. I know yeah. like yeah, for you know, wow. if someone's going to go down the tubes. It's yeah. I'm going to be responsible. So. That was it for 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 good or bad. So I learned. Hmm. Yeah, I want to do it myself. DIY. Love that spirit, man. Yeah. So you're working with Swinghammer. You're you like those guys are all in the Don Kerr. Those guys are all in the mix in their their early years too. Yeah. Well, no, Don wasn't from down there, but no. Don in Toronto. Yeah. 
actually how Kurt, do you connect got, with Kurt all got those guys hooked, Kurt got us hooked up because like yeah I moved to yeah like I made this record in the house with John with Dr. P yeah and like learning <clears throat> and then I pressed it to vinyl wow holy shit myself I paid the money pressed it to vinyl yeah in 1988, it took that long, and uh, because I, I moved to Toronto with the, these demo or the the mixes, right? I moved to Toronto, and the first week I was there, I shopped it around. I That's sent it, gutsy. went around, yeah, and I got this feedback from Fringe Product. There's this record label called Fringe Product. There used to be a record store, sounds perfect, called the Record Peddler. Yeah, and Fringe was one of the only independent companies in Canada at the time yeah and they were interested they wanted to put it out and I started doing the math and I thought well if I press it myself and put it out and I sell 10,000 copies I'll make way more money wow. and then wow. so I held off and wow. I pressed it myself and I've I pressed like 2,000 copies and I've still got like 1500 in my mom's basement yeah so lesson yeah. learned about that too. yeah industry tactics okay but i did it myself you gotta I move those units yeah i pressed it myself i sent it out myself i you know did all that stuff i love that and shit, I, I learned in and what do you and, think it is about us like do you, do, you, do you think that like entrepreneurial vein is just are you born with it like like why do you do that? Why do you say no to the label and go, you know what? Nah, I'm going to just fucking rock this thing on my own. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. It was like, yeah, it was like part of it was thinking like, well, naively thinking I can sell, wow, I can sell 10,000 copies myself. and Fierce. And, and, yeah. and, and which is like, oh, yeah, you know, you're going to sell like how many people sell 10,000 copies yeah, in right, Canada, especially. Right. right. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's like, just the pride thing of like, yeah, I want to do it myself. Yeah, I think it's cool. And at cool. that time, that era in in rock, it was like there were a lot of people doing it themselves. So yeah. I thought, yeah, I'll learn. Yeah. That's what I thought. And But, you know, it was a very expensive undertaking at the time. Well, we're and, here and we're here was, in your mud room. It was really great to do it. Oh, know? totally. The, the learning. Because you see behind the curtain, you learn what the struggle is and yeah. and the beauty of it is, yeah. too. The success yeah. of it, too. Yeah, and then when like, you sh send it out, you, sh you, know, you yeah. do all your mail outs and that, and then you get a review somewhere. Yeah. It's like, yeah. The loop. They listen. The, yeah, they yeah listen exactly. Cool. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and you've seen the Canadian music or the music industry in general change before your eyes over the last how many years oh, right yeah, it's, it's, i mean it's, it's not the same but you know i'm just thinking here we're in your mudroom in hamilton and uh sonic There's, onion were very supportive of you oh, right boy. over the yeah. years yeah yeah and yeah. they're still around doing their thing in hamilton yes they are it's very they, impressive they own this town they yeah. own this town yeah i don't know how involved they are as a label as yeah. such but yeah but yeah like they do the whole super crawl and they yeah you know they own all these yeah, I know it's kind of fucked. It's just like, wow, holy smoke! Yeah, yeah, the music industry, uh, industry tactics. You want to get into the music industry, get a real estate mustache. Yeah, right. A, That's kind of interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to learn more about that. That what uh, what Dale is alluding to is that uh, <laughs> our Sonic Onion colleagues are are selling buildings. It's Monopoly. It's the game of Monopoly. Well. Acquisition. I mean, there's nothing wrong with acquisition. Hey, as long as it's not in the back. You got to move units when you're moving units. And other people, and yeah. it's like those guys. Uh, cool. Obviously, obviously saw the 
the the weather changing right yeah, yeah. and and uh that's true and uh hamilton Knights diversified yeah their yeah. portfolio yeah you know yeah. you got your and thrush hermit oh boy you know you that's got one, your that's Hayden. one record that's one record i recorded see this yeah okay let's get into it so when does when does dave clark join the dinner is ruined band well, how Clark, does that happen? Old Clarky, old Clarky, Clarky, Clarky. Episode two of Industry uh, Tactics. David Dave Clark. John Clark. Yeah, I recorded demos for the Real Statics at the original, well, the, the second incarnation of the gas station in okay. the warehouse. Okay. First it was in a basement, um, and uh, these guys were doing for introducing happiness i think that's what it is the demos okay and i was recording them for like you know a couple of weeks or something like that and uh so clark and i got to know each other quite well yeah <coughs> excuse me beer beer does that and, to your breath or this pickle juice yeah. does that to your yeah that's <laughs> let's just have we're a not, moment we're of not clearing drinking our beer throat. Here, young, we're drinking young pickle coach. juice yeah pickle juice and and <laughs> sorry i'm just laughing someone's looking at me through the mudroom oh shit. and um the uh is that light too bright for you no it's um, dynamite it's dynamite yeah dynamite. Sure? yeah um yeah so we got to know each other over that time and i asked dave at that time i was making the second dinner's ruined uh uh disc yeah worm pickers brawl and we didn't have a drummer at the time it's like doctor i said dr p it was just the two of us we were uh -huh. looking and it's like doctor why don't you play drums you know it's just like banging on shit right yeah and so yeah okay because he's very versatile so he started playing drums but then there are a couple other tunes it was like i invited dave to play yeah so he played on a couple of tunes on worm pickers brawl and we got to be friends uh-huh and and when worm pickers brawl came out dr p and i toured canada as a two-piece yeah. i had all these extraneous instruments you know i was playing like foot guitars mm. Like it was our barefoot era, You're where amazing. I would have my, you know, bass guitar on the ground. Yeah, like two or three string Johnny, it was called, and another guitar, and I would play like with bang, tune it to D wow, and bang wow. it, and and wow. I would have the other guitar. I'd play with a slide. What a great series that is. Very sorry. Is Larry David in the room? Yeah, Jesus, sorry about that. Um, and uh, yeah, so anyways, we were touring as a TV's. Lots of lots of racket going yeah, on. Yeah, and we opened up for the Reels in Ottawa uh -huh. uh, for two nights in October '94, and the first night was like. Uh, uh, it was for people that were of age to drink. It was like for 500 people each night, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and they they hated us. They hated us, and they were booing. I almost got in a fist fight with someone because I threw out a this shack uh, shack poster for a movie he was in the ba the basketball player, and it hit oh some girl God. in the head. I'm like, I'm a piece of man. This guy's like threatening me, and Dr. P runs out there for Mike to find out who's booing us and stuff. And it was like pandemonium wow. it was crazy wow and clarky's just sitting there taking pictures he's like staring up at us the second night we're playing and all of a sudden halfway through a set i hear a, a second drum kit i look back behind me and there's dave clark sitting at the drums yeah and it's like and dave said he heard voices that night said this is part of your future you Whoa. belong here 
Is that right? And from that day on, he's been a member of the Dinner is Ruined. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's one way to join a band. Huh. Yeah. It was like... You, you hear voices. It's like... It's Very like, cool. It's like, yeah, you know, when I really think about it, the, the mythology yeah, it's is like Dr. P showing up at the... Your house. A rainy night. Right, And then right, there's Clarky, right, right. who just like, all of a sudden... There he is. The mythology of it all, Not invited or anything. There he is on the drums behind me. I just, I'll always remember that. Just like, you know, I'm singing a song. It's like all of a sudden I hear the second drum kit. And it's like, I look, there's Dave Clark right behind me. Wow. Anyway, changed are, my life. Man, yeah. That guy yeah. changed a lot of people's lives. He, but, amen. But amen boom, we're just like, you know, that was it. You know? And, and we're still, you know, we've been through some fuzzy periods. Yeah. Because at times there's like, you know, in the past maybe some crazy competition or something or just between Dave and I, we've been so close and so tight. Yeah. And we're such brothers. We've been through everything together. Yeah. That, you know, sometimes we just, we're just, in the past anyways, sometimes we would be mean to each other. Yeah, sure. Because we were so close. kind of has a brotherly feel to it, you know. Yeah. So we've had to have breaks at times. And, I, uh, I think that's know, interesting. Our, you know, our, you know, we're not having a break now. We're, you know, we're there's so much. You're loving so much it. Love, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Dave's in a great place, man. Yeah, and uh, he's right. definitely helped. You know, the the more people I speak to, I'm just coming from another meeting with another fellow musician, and yeah, so many people say that. You know, oh yeah, Dave's opened well, yeah. up a lot for me you know in terms of just making me believe in what i do oh, and just yeah. he's kind of an enabler yeah. of yeah. of of dreams for musicians yeah. just saying yeah you know what you could do that you should do that yeah it's kind of fucking cool yeah you know yeah. he's yeah a one of a kind well that's how I, I i booked the dinner is rune band in brampton at the brampton indie arts festival i think one year and that's how i got Ooh. to meet and know both of you guys that's when you rolled up in those yeah those uh that, those rubber boots and and the the school bus mm. and uh talking about changing yeah. lives right i yeah. mean that's how it goes yeah yeah you introduce the weird you make you definitely uh i don't know man that that was a anytime i've seen you perform it's been yeah. very yeah the the foot the feet are uh are active yeah you're you're <laughs> it's a very it's a very uh the performance is very you're definitely moving well i mean it's political it's uh i mean it's engaging let's let's say that thanks man yeah i mean yeah i mean sometimes we're good at we've been good at clearing rooms and we've been good at uh bringing rooms together yeah yeah and and it's like it's uh i don't know just depends upon the night the mood it's on a different plane all that stuff but yeah yeah do you find uh, when with what you do that you does it matter if there's a room the, what the vibe back from a room gives you like does that affect your performance? It's always nicer. It's always nicer when there, when it's a full house that's like right behind it. Yeah. But if not, I know. I just want to make my band proud and yeah, myself. Nice. You know, it's like it doesn't matter. I mean. We we've all spent so much time in basements and and whatever learning our craft or mm-hmm. or uh, unlearning our craft. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it doesn't matter, you know. I mean, I'm, 
yeah, like been on those stages with with uh, Sir Gord Downey. Yeah. In in front of fifty thousand people in Buffalo uh, at a, a free outdoor show, mm. and uh, and then played places where there's like, well, maybe two people, and 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 one of them might be in a band. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so and and that's you still put your heart and soul in it, that's whatever music. it is. Yeah, and that's music. That's what music is, and so that's what sometimes it, you know, it doesn't tear my heart out. But when I, when I record people mm-hmm. that, yeah, they want to be stars or they want to, you know, they want to really make it. Yeah, I always think like, yeah, that's great. It's great to be ambitious, but I oh, know you're not in it just to make it you're in it because that's what you gotta do i think you know when you I, know? the more i listen to you and the some of the themes that come out like i think you're in it for the mythology of <laughs> like you know y- you're in it you're in it like it's just I'm some of this it. stuff has kind of come yeah. through to you through doing and 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 loving and and kind of and and connecting the dots on some of this stuff but i love the mythology of what 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 you're sharing of it, like like and date there was dave and there came dave clark well that's so the, you know the I whole mean, thing is yeah neat. i mean i never yeah like talking thinking about like reflecting here yeah mm. it's like things when things are forced, they don't happen. They get further away. It's like a bobber or something <laughs> on a on the water when you're fishing yeah. or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, like anything that's happened, and and most, almost uh, everything I've done. It's like, yeah, don't. It's like the Mike. Oh, excuse me. This fucking Mike Scott juice. from the yeah. Water Boys. You know, don't bang the drum. Just let it come. Mm. It's like, yeah, don't. You know, just let it happen. I mean. If sure. it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Not yeah. to be. Not that you're, you know, like, you know, not. Don't be lazier or like lethargic with it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. just, yeah, things happen, or else they don't. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. we're all gonna die. So it's like, fuck, yeah. just, yeah, just, yeah. Follow, <laughs> follow your dreams. Yeah. Well, and, and keep making shit and, yeah. uh, or and making don't, it count. Or don't. If it's not, if, it's if your not, heart's if you don't not have in to, it, yeah. If your heart's not in it, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. Uh, listen not, back to episode number 38 with Tom Wilson, who says, a Hamilton's own Tom mm-hmm. Wilson, mm-hmm. your neighbor, who says, uh, I'd like to if, run into him. Yeah. If you don't, Sorry. if you don't need to make art, don't. And I really love what you're, you're kind of echoing that sentiment, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because there's enough people. Yeah. waiting behind you yeah that want to do it for the right reasons yeah yeah and it's not about money and it's not about yeah it's like yeah you you, you got to get it out you got to let that hen out of the house yeah <laughs> so how do you connect with all these guys like gord down you mentioned gord downey you know um how, how do all of that how does all that come into your into your world like the, is it was that as natural as you're you're saying it's all natural. is that as natural yeah. as dr p knocking on your door it's more not yeah yeah you know? it's it's just wow. When I really think, yeah, it's. M- How did you guys connect back in the day? <sighs> well, Gord w- would. Um, you made two I, records with him, right? Uh, we've made four. There's oh, one shit. that's in the can right now. Wow. That uh, the dinners room made with Gord Downey, uh, just before he left. Wow. And it's. Uh, Holy smokes. Myself, Dave, Dr. P, Gord's brother, 
yeah and megan my wife we're the only people that have heard it wow and gord gord heard the rough mixes wow and he was doing the vocals on it on uh june of last year the last the first two wednesdays of june i recorded his vocals and it's a great record it's a fucking great record man wow i'm and really excited wow yeah. yeah it's it's gonna it's gonna see the light of day with yeah. the dinner is ruined playing yeah. wow we made the music gord said i want to make a record yep yeah give me some music and uh yeah it's really great it's something wow, else that's heavy yeah yeah i'm gonna go um here i am getting emotional yeah it's okay it's okay man. how can you not when yeah no when you're kidding thinking about no gord kidding. No holy kidding. smokes hey that's yeah. the guy yeah um but uh yeah oddly enough or or coincidentally enough yeah. um i'm gonna hook up with gord's son tomorrow oh wow and play it for him for the first time wow so it's done and it's that, done. how special is that it's it's pretty how special. special is that it's pretty special we we holy cow uh the dir we feel yeah like so uh, you know we're so proud and honored you know and and it's like Gord is fucking singing like wow this is like a couple months before he died and this yeah. guy sounds so it's like it's wow. i know wow. uh, a testament to the, yeah. the human spirit yeah and what we're capable of what yeah. this guy was just making it and doing it right till the end Man. and and you know just wow that's that's very moving so and, uh, ex yeah so we made but initially yeah like it was like coke machine glow battle the nudes yeah and uh uh the grand bounce mm -hmm. those mm -hmm. those records mm -hmm. um, wow man i didn't realize that that's really exciting and then this this, this new, new one. one yeah this new one like yeah. right up to yeah tomorrow going to yeah. like that's so moving to me that like yeah you it's know that's like, why we do this is like you know the it, the it it, it you're, you you yeah. said you were a documenter yeah I mean that that really shines through in that whole storyline, right? Oh yeah, it's like some powerful stuff right it, there, Dale. Yeah, it's yeah. a proud moment. I mean, yeah. the whole yeah, the whole thing. But yeah, how we hooked up was yeah Thanks. another natural kind of thing was like like I'd 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 met Gord through like he came to a party at the gas station once like yeah the real statics were opening for the the hip on a tour yeah cross canada tour yeah and at that time don kerr was their drummer and don kerr was my partner in my sure, studio sure and so their last gig i think was maple leaf gardens and the yeah. dinners ruined had a w with clarky mm -hmm. who who don took clarky's place in the real status right at clarky's recommendation <laughs> which is pretty cool hmm. considering don was in dinners ruined but yeah, interesting, um, eh? And and uh, but anyways, DIR was doing a live uh, performance for CBC at our studio that night. They mm -hmm. recorded us, mm -hmm. and just so happened the reels were in were finishing their their tour at Maple Leaf Gardens. So Don and some you know bandmates came to the studio for an after gig party, mm. and there's Gord, and mm -hmm. so I met Gord. I didn't think too much. Uh, 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 you know, uh, I wasn't sure, like, sure. In, no, no, I thought like, wow, great guy. But I, I didn't, I wasn't like one of these yeah, star yeah. fuckers, right? Because right, I was never right, a hip right. fan. I was okay. never a tragically hip fan. So 
you know, it's like, Gord, wow, great. He sang it on, on Industry Tactics Now, and, Dale Morningstar. Keep going, though. That's and, fr- this is and, interesting. And so, so interesting. Year, yeah. And so about a year later or, or so. Yeah. It's like Gord was booked in to the studio to record his first solo record. And uh, hmm. and uh, this w- would have been 2000. Right? Yeah. And he was booked in there to record in June of 2000. And uh, uh, with Don Kerr playing drums. I'm good, I'm good. Oh, with Don Kerr playing drums, Kevin Hearn playing piano, and Josh Finlayson on acoustic. Okay. And no one else. And, and oh yeah, and Stephen Drake producing it and playing bass. Hmm. And in the meantime, it's like all of a sudden we got an eviction notice at the studio. <laughs> Don's in Europe. And so I had to call uh, Gord and say, hey, Gord, uh, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know him. I just met him that one time. <laughs> and and said, hey, Gord, sorry, man, got to cancel your session because we're going to be out by then. You know, we're, wow. we're you know, we're, we got to be out by May 15th. Sure. And he's like, oh, shit. And so he, he called back the next day and said, hey, I don't want to be greedy or anything, but if there's any chance I could get in the studio, if there's any downtime before you guys are out, you know, I go, yeah, there's like the last two weeks, you know. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, book me in there. So booked him in there. And as it turned out, uh, uh, Don and Kevin Hearn could only make it for the first day, or first two days, sorry, first two days of the sessions. Because Don had to go uh, off on tour with Ron Sexsmith, and yeah. Kevin had to go off on tour with Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. And so Gord effectively didn't have a band or anything like that. And so um, then in the meantime, I had organized this demonstration oh boy. in my landlord's office. There were new landlords. These guys bought the building, this old warehouse where my yeah. studio was, the gas station. Yeah. And they were turfing out all the artists. That's why we got evicted. Okay. And and after seven years, new again, new landlords. Yeah. And this is just when that whole Liberty Village area started their their whole gentrification. Babinski. Yeah. Yeah. Just this is the beginning of it. Babinski. Yeah. Good yeah. word. And and so, anyways, I also staged. Like, yeah, you know, the demonstration in Milano's office, and the cops came, and much music, and all this, and all dang, these dang. 50 musicians showed up with horns and noisemakers. It was really cool. Wow. And then, but also, I had a show at Ted's Wrecking Yard, a club in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, an anti uh, allied Canadian. I think those were our, our <laughs> landlords. And the dinner's ruined, you know, playing this show. And I put yeah. up all these posters around. Yeah. DIY. Town, and yeah. and uh, and Gord went to that show. That was on the Friday night of the first night of his session. He came to that show, and after the show, he said, "Hey, uh, would you mind playing guitar on a tune?" Yeah. And I go, "Yeah, sure." And I, I ended up playing on all of them, on like fourteen of them, and it just cemented everything. It just like boom, we became you know bl- pals. And that's Coke Machine Glow. Yeah, yeah. So I became the guitar player on that record, and another, you know, a few other sundry items. And Clarky and Doctor P as well. Not Doctor P, but Clarky. Clarky got became the drummer on that on all the tunes except for two that yeah. John played on. Yeah. 
because Clarkie found out that, you know, that Don was going to be away and called me and said, hey, hey, old boy. Yeah. You want to tell Gord I'm available? I yeah. Go, oh. I'm thinking, oh, fuck. you know, I don't know Gord. Yeah. I can't. Oh, yeah. Well, Dave's my friend. I got to. Yeah. Hey, Gord. So I called up Gord and said, hey, Gord. How special. You know, Dave Clark, Dave Clark's available if you want, need a drummer. And he goes, oh, the Dave Clark. I didn't think he'd be into it. Wow. And, uh, and the, that was it. Boom. Yeah, Clarky's on the team. So what a record so, that is, it eh? It's so amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's a great space. I mean, I, it's a, yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Yeah. And it was like, wow. And, yeah, I mean, I like to say, like, Gordon and I just bonded over, like, hockey rock and roll and beer yeah in that that two weeks and it's just like wow and that same it was time, about two weeks to record that eh yeah yeah and there was like i think a, i love it the maybe, pressure of like getting evicted oh we that were, was the last record made in that space then oh yeah yeah and it was like there's a lot there yeah, eh? like three days later yeah yeah uh we were out of there something like that three or four days later you yeah, we were tearing down and uh but in the meantime while we were recording it yeah i got a phone call from my from this group called Artscape. Yeah. And he said, we saw your posters around. Yeah. That you're being evicted. Yeah. We have, we have these art spaces on Toronto Island. Okay. And, uh, you know, maybe we should talk. Wow. So during the sessions, I said, I got to go down the street because their office was right down the street. Yeah. And with this group. And I went down there and they offered me space on Toronto Island mm. at the Old Island School at the Artscape uh Gibraltar Point, sure. Center for the Arts, there. Sure. They offered me space in a you know portable there, and it's like, yeah, where do I sign? Hmm. So it all happened. And you've been that, there ever that since. Week. In that yep. one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it all happened that one, that one time there. I like to think I was maybe I was a good person at that era in my life, and all the planets aligned. You know? Yeah, they. Well, I gotta get back to being that person again. Because <laughs> <laughs> come on now. Because. Uh, yeah, wow. You know, when I think when I think back about it, yeah, there's just some some magical good vibes in here. I've always thought Yeah. You know, if you want something, just put it out there. And yeah. It'll come. It'll come. Don't panic. It'll come. You know. Even if you're against the wall and they're they they got the firing squad ready mm -hmm. to aim at you. I've always thought, well, you never know. <laughs> you Are know? you listening, gentle listeners? <laughs> Dale Morningstar is sharing some serious wisdom here. He's laying it down. <laughs> He's taking us through it. We're the, the pickle juice jars are running low. I hope so I... you, you've got a young five-year-old daughter, Dale. Can can we talk about what that's been like yeah, for you man. and how that's changed your life? <laughs> speaking of changed your life, speaking <laughs> oh, of knocking shit. on your doorstep, on your door, door, you know, just Dr. P arrives and now young Chloe. Yeah. What's well, that been like? Well, I met the wife, me wife. Yeah. At uh, the Artscape, too, at the Art Center. She's mm -hmm. a dancer. Wow. And, uh, okay. You know, Megan. dancer and yeah. a romancer. And, yeah. And, Romancing you know, the stone. Romancing the stone. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, with, yeah. And, uh, yeah, wow. We, uh, we have a daughter that's five years old, and it's just... It's it's mind blowing because I was so uh, you know late to the baby game. Yeah. Right. It was always like, yeah, kids would be great. Right. Kids would be great to have. Right. But and I was always of uh, the, the Pierre Trudeau was always my template. Okay. 
because he had his first kid when he was 56. Pierre Elliott, P-E-T. Yeah. yeah. So that was always my template, okay? Okay. Got to have it by that time. Okay. And so I was like 52. Yeah. And and uh, when Chloe came along, almost 53. Yeah. Oh my God. And uh, wow. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's a mitten full, that's for sure. Like, I'm not George, George Clooney or Phil Collins with a, you know, like this exaggerated bank account or yep, or, yep, yep. or maids and, and handlers. It's like, yeah, it's hard, bloody work. Well, she ran into you and you have this core. I haven't even, I don't know, I don't know how fit you are. Hmm. I've only seen your fancy footwork Jason on I stage, can, man. Yeah. And, she run into your core just a moment ago and and she didn't budge you one bit like oh she squared me once <laughs> and and it was like and she was just like because she knows don't jump or you know uh, on daddy's privates or anything that's always been like you know There's she knows that term but this squared. time it's like she squared me yeah like not too long ago just yeah. by mistake she yeah. just no, she no, ran at me like like a ram when you're she, playing from the other end ran yeah. at me and yeah. it was like oh and like the way i responded that just like that just threw her for a loop and okay. scared her and she started crying yeah but it was like you know i don't know if anyone out there knows what it's like it feel it hurts oh like it, you get it, instant yeah stomach ache yeah, and all that yeah, and yeah. it's like and and it was like <laughs> daddy's, not, daddy's not mad at you don't no daddy no. is mad at you you don't put your head down the ram and yeah and go at me like there you knew chloe come on yeah so anyways we oh man i can't tell you how much i love that kid oh and just yeah like that's how beautiful. much yeah and it just gets better and better and now that she's five yeah or five and a half almost it's just so you know wow we have we have conversations about you know life and death and yeah and yeah. and and she played we played chess oh that's beautiful <laughs> you weren't kidding chess. about that chess yeah no, the chess and, master and and uh, yeah yeah and you know she took my queen yeah and wow, and wow. uh but i mean yeah but it's it's very uh at the same time, it's like I've been so used to being very independent, yeah, and very much a, a loner and yeah. I do my thing, yeah, and and everything's very solipsistic and narcissistic, yes, yes, and just self-centered, yes. And now it's all about sharing and family. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. There's sometimes there's tug of wars mm -hmm. on one's psyche, mm -hmm. and ones you don't always want to be. You want to always be daddy, but you don't always want to be doing that stuff. You don't always. I can no. honestly say. Yeah. You sometimes yeah. it's like, man, I just want to drink this beer and rest. <laughs> yeah. Or 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 yeah. You know, I yeah. don't. Yeah. Sure. But sure. But evidently, I'm very patient, and I'm very. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you gotta. It's. You got to find your time and pick your spots. You really right. value your downtime. Right. Your downtime and it's like you make things work while you, you know, and when you have that time, boy, you you cram it in. And how do you structure things going down to the island now, being from Hamilton? Like, is it you've well, got that down to a, a, a groove? I yeah, bet. yeah, it's like a it's like a science. So it's like yeah, the way science. it works. I don't I don't go there every day. I don't have you know. It's mm -hmm. like it's not that's not the nature of the work, and. Um, with with Megan, it's you know, uh, 
I mean, it, 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 it it's just amazing sometimes. I mean, we have our, we, we all have our, our times. Like you know, couples must and they do. Sure. But, but there's a there's a definitely a flexibility. That's my job. That's what I do. Beautiful. And it's like we can always f- f- somehow find a way to help each other out in terms yeah. of, um, if I got to do stuff at the studio, then. You know, you plan. It, it's always yeah. We plan. Yeah, yeah. and it's like wow. The be- the beauty of it is where we are. It's like I ride my bike. Yeah, on the yeah. bike trail, I can be at the bus station, the go bus station, in six minutes. Yeah, I put my bike on the bus. Yeah, I can be if I time it right. I can be on a boat, uh, leave my door, and be on a boat in an hour, and that's pretty fast. Cool. Yeah. And, no. 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 I know it. Then I know it. And and my wife is. Is so amazing that I can actually um, stay overnight there. Yeah, quite often. Yeah, and and yep. uh, you know, like I can do my sessions like two or three days in a row or something like that. Stay overnight, and and it's great. Now um, I interviewed Benjamin Hackman oh, from yeah. the Holy Gasp yeah. out there on that island, and mm-hmm. man, does that island freak you out? I guess not. You've been on it long enough. Oh. I got a vibe out there. A vibe? What kind of vibe? Well. That I shouldn't be on an island for too long. Look really? at Yeah, I don't know. There was something. Oh. It just seemed a little off. But I guess you're one of them, so I'm talking to one of well, the Well, there's islands. a lot of eccentrics on the island, yeah. but there's nowhere more peaceful. And, yeah, no, it definitely seemed and, far and, away. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Maybe the, that whole, was it. the whole community just like. Yeah, it's you cool. Know, it really doesn't seem like people. it's from. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's even a part of Toronto. No, in a lot of ways. no. Yeah. And they're very. Very, a lot of very creative people, very yeah. eccentric people. You got to want to be there. Yeah. And well, they like a can of beans seemed like it meant something out there. Like everyone yeah. on the on the on the boat ride over. Yeah. People were doing inventory. Who's got chickpeas? <laughs> they were analyzing each other's grocery bags. Yeah. Oh yeah. People are. You know. Things I'm not are, used to that in Brampton. We just. Yeah. I mean, people value things differently out out, out there. Yeah. And uh, you know, like there, there's just some real, incredibly beautiful, uh, gifted, and and sincere people on the island. Yeah, and, and they're hearty people too. And I've had some. I was I have these thing, these things called full moon jams, and where I wanted Whoa. to give back to to some of the the folks and yeah. that were responsible for that art center being there. The islanders fought to keep it. Right, the old island school that's right. been turned into an art center. Right, that's and cool. so anyway, so I started this thing called Full Moon Jams, and mm-hmm. it's like where these, you know, maybe a dozen or so people come down. I set up all the stuff, turn on everything, mm-hmm. and we go and we just have a fucking jam <laughs> there, and and in the studio, uh, and these people aren't necessarily uh, like musicians; they're artists. Some are musicians. Some are mm-hmm. not really mm-hmm. real musicians. But they're they just but they got heart and soul. It. We yeah, make yeah. great sounds. We make great music, and and uh, wow, they just you know there's just so much love. Isn't that interesting? Like that compared to I mean, it, it, there's no right way to do this, but Mm-mm. you know your neighbors here in Hamilton mm-hmm. who if you pull the full moon jam they may call the cops on you or I don't know I'm not judging your neighbors I'm just saying yeah it, you know 
where I am, if I pulled yeah. that shit, yeah. they wouldn't be participating. Well, they might. I, One of them might be. But I'm you know lucky. I mean? My neighbors yeah. in this, the neighbors in this little community, it's yeah. like a community almost. Well, Hamilton's we got it going our, on. All our, yeah. our neighbors are great people. I love that line. Maybe it's a, people, like a community almost. Maybe, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, maybe the people across yeah. the street yeah. might be a little. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no, what I was getting at there, though, is that, and, no, and it's yeah, not to judge know, your neighbors. Exactly it's more like just to celebrate, like, we're, the creative like spirit it. in a lot of us, you know? Like, it's, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, come like, from there's anywhere. a lot of loony people yeah. on the island. Yeah. Yeah, like, lovable loonies. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to want to be there. And these are people that go over there. You know, the city slickers think, oh, the islanders, they got so much. Well, no. Look, look it. They, uh, they uh, they don't own the land. They they lease wow. the land from the wow. city. Wow. Their houses are assessed a market value, and they can't sell their houses to any anybody. There's a list. You get on the list to buy a house on the island. You pay a fee every year. Wow. It's called the community trust. And and the next person that's available, whose name is on that list, they're offered the next house that comes up for sale, Jeez. and it's set at a certain value. It's not even. And it's like Quebec out so there. So someone got their can't, own laws. can't gouge people. You don't have these developers coming up and buying up yep. everything and yep. flipping it. Yeah. So the islanders don't have it like the people in the city do. Sure. So city slickers don't think they do. Yeah. And also, you go and get on a boat in bone freeze in january yeah it's nuts and go over to the city that's when i went with your little bike cart yeah and trolley and fill up your get your groceries and yeah. then walk back in a snowstorm to your house a kilometer away can you know, chickpeas do that do that yeah you that's know? why they were really into those chickpeas so, and and do that and be 75 years old yeah you know? wow like, wow like islanders you know wow. Come on, cut them Gonkies. some slack. They're good yeah. people. Yeah. Hey, uh, so did you end up, did you go to Gordani's funeral? I went to his wake. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Um, well, it was at a, it was at a Irish pub, his yeah. favorite little pub there up on the Danforth. And, yeah? And, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty moving. Well, yeah, it was like very, very moving. A few days after he'd passed, and man, and uh, yeah, it was pretty heavy duty. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like there was a Native Indian ceremony, and mm. and uh, yeah, some you know some very close people saying saying some things, and it was yeah, that's special. A room that you full were there. Of very shocked people. Yeah, uh, you know that, and you know some. One 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 chap that was there was uh, his name was he was a hockey player called Bobby Orr. <laughs> Come on, and uh, whoa, er, you know early on it's like hey, there's Bobby Orr. Wow, wow. And then I noticed right beside I was leaning against a bar by myself there, and hey, there's Bobby Orr standing right beside me alone, and I just turned to him. And I said, <laughs> I began to stick out my hand. Yeah. And he immediately like stuck his hand out and started shaking me, my hand. And and I got to tell you, Bobby Orr, his I've sh I've shook a lot of hands in my day. Yeah. This guy had like the most the strongest. 
power, most powerful hands I've ever shook in my life. Yeah. And I said, Bobby, you know, I I know we're you know we're there for for Gordon all this, but I said, Bobby, uh, I got to tell you, you're not going to remember this, but um, a few years ago, uh, I I've got a band called The Dinner's Ruined. I sent you a CD in the mail. Uh, it, really, you it, did this? Yeah. Uh, it, it, I sent you a CD in the mail. Wow. Uh, it had uh, a, a picture of me as a goalie, and and, <laughs> and your leg, uh, like it, the artwork on the front was like your legs, and the fourth song on the album, like from a from a photo I had of you, and the fourth song on the album was called Bobby Orr, and 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 you wrote me back. You sent me a letter back, and uh, no you way. said. Uh, hey, thanks a lot. It's not every day someone writes a song about me. Uh, it's got a good beat, good lyrics. I give it a 10. Uh, really? Yeah. Good oh. luck in the pursuit of your, yeah. quote, goals. P.S. As a matter of fact, I, I did recognize the legs on the cover. And, wow, and while I'm saying this to Bobby, that's exactly what the letter said. Yeah. Yeah, I and, bet. And his, he signed it. And while I'm saying this to Bobby, he's like just lighting up like a firecracker, and he's taking these powerful yeah. bloody arms of his, yeah. and he's just like banging me on the shoulders, like just yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he like, remembered all that. He totally yeah. remembered it yeah. as soon as I started talking. Yeah. It, and he's yeah. like so yeah. excited, and it's just like wow. Damn. And it was just like. Oh man! What and, was and, that? Year and, and I was like, and what a gift! And then later that night, I went back to the studio. Yeah, because I had a session starting the next day, so I stayed the night at the studio. Yeah, I walked out onto the beach, yeah. all alone, like yeah. in the the dark, and I said, "Fuck, Gord, look at you! Here you are, you're yeah. fucking dead, and you're still taking me on adventures. Look mm -hmm. at." Oh man, fuck you! You're still taking me on adventures. I'm meeting Bobby Orr. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really this. That's you know, a beautiful like, story, man. Lord. Yeah, yeah. Still, still. Well, I mean, like as as uh, as current as tomorrow, going to see his son and sharing that new record with him. I didn't have. I didn't know that was in store. And. Yeah. No one knows. No one well, knows. You don't mind told, me sharing it with no, our listeners. No, someone's got to. Yeah, I mean, no one. No one knows. But that's exciting very, stuff. Very, like you know, handful, yeah. handful. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really exciting. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, man, thanks for sharing. I don't know. Can we play? Let's play uh, one of your favorite tunes. Let's play something that that you're you're super proud of to end this thing. Well, that you can send me as an by, MP3. By like, me? By, yeah. By, like, or by, by somebody? Or, I don't know. Or, what do, any, anything like, that you've produced over the last... Like, we could do something uh, like a Dinner is Ruined tune. What, what do you feel like going out on? God, I don't know. Let's go out on Bobby Orr. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, See, that's right why they pay me the big bucks here yeah, to yeah. go full circle. Let's yeah. play that tune, Bobby okay. Orr, from... Oh. What's that record? <laughs> uh, a Maggot in Their Heads. That's a quote from... From uh, the great man himself, Thoreau, Henry, Henry David, David Thoreau. Henry David Chuck pa Chuck. Patriotism is a maggot in their heads. Fucking A. Dale, 
we love you and we thank you. I love you and everybody else. Bobby Orr, here it comes now. If he wants to skate when he just learned to walk, let him skate if he wants to, because it won't hurt them. Christmas morning, Christmas I was seven, morning, Christmas morning. Went to California with a hockey team, but I got busted at Dixieland. With a hockey team, I got busted at Dixieland. I got busted at